This stuff will make you a goddamn sexual tyrannosaurus, just like me. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Home Wrecker Podcast. My name is Alex Arion, and I am joined by my lovely, beautiful co-host and wife, Monique. Hello. Monique and I have been wanting to do a podcast for several years now, and basically we finally just got our shit together, and, and we're doing it. Pretty much. So the Homewrecker podcast, the idea was kind of born out of her and I having conversations about different things, such as... Relationships, past relationships, I'll say. The, the dreaded talking about the exes. Do you? Don't you? As well as other things that we enjoy doing. We're both into the paranormal. We stayed at haunted hotels trying to find any signs of paranormal activity. And we have a lot of discussions about conspiracy theories. Sometimes we don't always agree, and that gets interesting. So we thought that we're entertaining, and we thought you might think we're entertaining as well. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah, we're going to have uh, some spirited discussions. I tend to get pretty fired up if I believe in something, and if I believe that she's wrong about something. He lets me know. Absolutely. So that's kind of the dynamic that you're going to be experiencing when you're listening to us here on the Home Record Podcast. We also have a kind of odd sense of humor. We make each other laugh a lot. We will come out with obscure references from movies and TV shows. Most of you may not have an idea what we're talking about, but we know. And if you get it, bonus to you guys. And the other thing that we're going to talk about once in a while uh, is professional wrestling. A um, little bit of background and history. I wrestled professionally for several years as the Golden Greek Alex Arion, and that's actually how Monique and I met. Shall we tell them how we met? I, by all means. We take it from here. Well, Alex started wrestling much longer. He was in the scene before I got into wrestling. I basically found chaotic wrestling chaotic training center I was in a car accident and I had some money from it and I wanted to learn how to wrestle because I love wrestling ever since I was little so I went to the chaotic training center and they started using me as their ring girl and at shows they tell you go shake everyone's hand introduce yourself say hello and I would and I'd come up to Alex and he would give me the biggest fuck off vibe and some of the things I was told was they might not respect you because you're a female. They might not respect you because you're not doing this to get into WWE. So I would question myself, is that why he gives he basically gives me this huge fuck off vibe? Is it because I'm a girl? Is it because I don't want to go wrestle for WWE and I just want to learn this for fun? I don't know. Well, it's because you were married at the time. So I figured... I'm not going to talk. What do I have to talk to this woman about? <laughs> also keep in mind, I am a very happy, positive, bubbly person. And I wouldn't always shake everyone's hand. I would hug people because I am a big hugger. And I'd come up to Alex and kind of stop. I'd be hugging everybody, all the guys, the girls. And I'd come up to Alex and I'd stop because I thought, yeah, don't hug him. He might get really upset. And I did not want to do that. So, for me, I, I've always been, I, I'm a big person, uh, I'm, I'm a big respect person, so I've always been big into respect. So, 
when I heard, you know, just from the guys or whatever, oh yeah, she's married. I figured, well, what am I going to talk to her for? She's married. I'm not going to, I'm not going to talk to some girl and I'll break up her and be a home wrecker. <laughs> God forbid you're just polite and you politely say no. hello. No, I, I had no reason to. I had no reason to what, at all. And I will say, yes, I was married. Um, and I wasn't in the best of relationships. I was in a bad relationship and joining, uh, wrestling chaotic wrestling for me was to be able to do something for myself I started training as soon as my first son turned one and that basically allowed me to have a little freedom to just do something for myself and I I really enjoyed it so with that said I was there to pick up and meet guys I was there to have fun and do something for myself so you could have been a little bit nicer I could have been nicer. I, no, actually, no. Everything worked out the way it was supposed to work out. I'm not gonna. Should have been nicer. <laughs> no, absolutely not. Again, like I said, I'm big on respect. And once I found out you were married, I, th- for me, honestly, there's nothing to, to talk to you about. Nothing. What am I gonna talk to you about? Thanks. So let's fast forward. So I end up separating from my husband at the time. We were getting divorced. Um, which was a good, healthy thing, and some time goes by, and at a Lowell PAV show, I was there with a few friends. We're like, oh, let's go to the bar, hang out after the show. And who happens to be there with his friends as well? Alex. Yeah. Wasn't planning on hanging out with him that night, and we ended up sitting next to each other, and we started talking, and we just hit it off. It have so many things in common. It was pretty neat. I was like, wow, he's really cool. He used to skateboard. I used to skateboard. He plays drums, and, and he used to be in a band. I was in bands. We had n- not only that, music. We liked a lot of the same music. We had many things in common, so it was pretty neat. See, once I found out you were single and I could <laughs> talk to you, I knew you would just fall madly in love with me. That's it. So I didn't want to be a homewrecker. Like I said, I had no reason to talk to you when you were married. So that's why I didn't. And then look what happened when I did start talking to you. Look where we are now. You fell madly in love with me. That's what happened. Yeah. So that's how we first met, kind of came together, I guess. Right? Became tag team partners for life. Yes. To use the wrestling (laughs) uh, reference, yes. That's how we became tag team partners for life so we batted around several different ideas what we're going to talk about on our first episode here and we decided that we're going to talk about something that's not so fringe anymore if you will we're going to talk about ufos and aliens and our interests in them and our personal experiences with them so i'm going to throw it to you first and i'd like to hear How did you first become interested in UFOs and aliens? Well, I was lucky because my parents owned a video store (laughs) growing up. Yeah, you were lucky. Yep. I got to watch pretty much anything I wanted. If it was something they didn't want me to watch, I'd just watch it when they weren't around. Typical child. Yeah, mostly horror movies, but I watched a lot of stuff with aliens. Never big into E.T. Loved the movie Alien and Aliens. I was never into the fluffy kiddo pieces when I was was like Friday the 13th, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Halloween. Uh, 
I loved horror movie and I loved movies that were sci-fi. So, oh, Predator, one of my all-time favorite movies. Phenomenal movie. Love that movie. We'll probably do a lot of Predator <laughs> quotes, but I, I thought the alien was so badass. And, you know, as a kid, that's how I liked my aliens, badass. So watching them as a kid in the movies, you wonder, are they real? Could they be real? I don't know if they're like they're portrayed in the movies, but I absolutely think aliens are real. Okay. Um, so when I was younger, I I was a big reader. I loved to read. I still do, but I loved to read when I was a kid. I'd watch TV, sure, just like anybody else, but I was really into books and reading. And some of the first books I ever checked out of the library were books about monsters and aliens and UFOs. Loved that stuff. Still, like I said, still love it. But those were some of my first passions and interests, if you will. So I remember when I was in, it was either fifth or sixth grade, and my mom and I were driving around. I can't remember what we were doing, but we were driving somewhere and looked up at the sky and saw these four lights, like four disc-shaped lights just kind of circling around, and it looked like it was following the car. So we drove around for a little bit. I'm freaking out because I'm like, oh, oh my God, there's, there's there's UFO following us around. There's UFOs. Look, look. And my mom's looking at the sky. She's like, I don't know what that is. Like, it's UFOs. I've been reading about them. That's what it is. It's UFOs. So I'm, f- I'm freaking out. And my mother, of course, starts to freak out because I'm getting her nervous and scared. So we find a police officer. After driving around for maybe 10, 15 minutes, can't shake the, the, the UFOs and... We, we flag out a police officer. He, he comes over, talks to us. He says, no, those aren't UFOs. There's a there's a blockbuster video that's having a grand opening down the road. Like, what? He's, he said, those are the spotlights from blockbuster video. So, of course, I feel like an idiot. And I make my mother drive us down to where the blockbuster video is. And sure enough, there's four spotlights just kind of, you know, doing their spotlight thing. And, uh, yeah. That was my first experience with a UFO, quote unquote. Or not. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> but yeah, I felt like such a fool. But the 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 excitement, the fear, the terror, all that all those feelings that I got that stayed with me. Even though it turned out to be nothing, the fact that it could have been something and almost was something in my mind. That made me want to look into the stuff even more. Got me more excited and into it. But you actually had a UFO experience, a real one. I did. Yes. This is now fast forward to. This would have been in October of two thousand seven. I was at work and I was sitting in my work vehicle, just kind of hanging out in a in a neighborhood in Sandown, New Hampshire. And I think it was on my lunch break. And now this is this is where I, I know what I saw. But even to this day, I still question. All right, let me just tell the story. So I'm sitting there uh, eating a sandwich or whatever, and I'm listening to Coast to Coast AM. I had a podcast playing. And, of course, they're talking about UFOs and aliens. So this is where I have that, that doubt in my mind because I'm wondering, gee, I'm sitting there listening to a podcast where they're talking about UFOs and aliens. Did my is my mind playing tricks on me? You know, I'm asking myself these questions still to this day because I don't know. I I was able to take a picture of what I saw, but it was 
it was 2007. It wasn't an iPhone. It was, you know, one of those flip phones. So the camera, it, you could barely see anything there. Uh, but essentially, I, I look up in the sky and I just see this silver sphere, like a shiny silver sphere just sitting there in the sky. Not moving or anything. I'm like, okay, what is that? And I'm just looking at it, staring for a while. And it's kind of zigzagging back and forth in the sky, but still kind of staying in the general same area. And so I'm looking at it for, I don't know, maybe five, ten minutes. I I was just, my, I'm just transfixed looking at this thing. And I stopped the podcast. I'm like, okay, am I just seeing this because I'm listening to, you know, is my mind playing tricks on me? And I'm just staring at the damn thing. I get out of, I get out of my van. I'm looking, still looking at it. And, yeah, it, the thing is just sitting there in the sky, stationary. I'm like, what the hell is that thing? It was just a silver ball just sitting in the sky. And then I, I don't know how long I sat there looking at it for, but I ended up just getting back in my van and driving away. All the while, I'm looking up at the sky, and this thing is still sitting there. And I pulled over again, and I'm just kind of staring at it, and then it just vanished, just gone. So, you know, obviously it freaked me the hell out because I'm like, okay, did I, I just saw a UFO. Like, that's what that was. And I had shut the podcast off, so there was no alien talk going on. It was still there. Like, I saw a freaking UFO. And the, the rest of the day, I was like, holy shit, I saw a UFO. I saw a UFO. I'm calling all my friends. I saw you. You'll never guess. I just saw a UFO. Just saw a UFO. You know, like a little kid. Uh, because I saw a UFO. But now, like I said, looking back, I still question, did I actually see something that was physically there or did my my brain just kind of manifest it because there's still that doubt there's still that doubt because I was listening to a podcast about UFOs and aliens and then all of a sudden what are the odds that I'm going to look up in the sky and see an actual UFO now I remember watching like a, a special on UFOs you know one of those UFO documentaries you know like a history channel or whatever and I remember there there was a, a particular episode where I saw on the on the uh I remember that. Yeah. I, I said that that's what I saw. Remember like He I, literally jumped yeah. up <laughs> yes. out of the chair, pointed at the T V and shouted, That's what I saw yeah. and I, I instantly knew what he was referring to, but he was quite excited about it. Yeah, because like I said, the picture I took, you couldn't see anything on the damn the little flip phone camera from back in 2007 but to see it you know on the tv screen somebody that actually got a good photo of it like that's what i saw was it an alien ship i don't know was it a government secret project yeah maybe we have an air force base about 45 minutes from here so could could be but it wasn't an airplane it wasn't anything i'd ever seen before so that was my unidentified flying object sighting and I also have one back in April of 2016. I was working in Manchester. I was driving down South Willow Street and the, the further part towards Londonderry over there. And it was warm. The sky was mostly clear. There were a few light scattered clouds. I look up and I see this silver thing. And it was kind of... Um, I thought, is that a blimp or something? But it was just the, this oval-type silver shape. And I'm right by the airport. I'm looking at it. What could that be? I'm watching it, keeping my eyes on the road, of course. But I'm watching this thing, and I'm like, I, I don't see it. It's not a plane. 
where it was in the sky, it just, it looked so bizarre. And it, it didn't look like anything I've seen before. So I pull over. I think back to Alex's story, how he wanted to get good pictures. I pull over. I pull out my phone. I start taking pictures. And I have a few. I'll post it on the website. You guys can make your own decision. But I took pictures. And it's so weird because when you take a picture of something further away, when you're looking at it in real life, it seems bigger and closer. You snap a picture, it's smaller, it's further away. And the more you zoom in, the less clear it is. So I'm looking at my pictures like, I can barely see it. Where is it? What happened? I'd look up. It was still there. And this probably went on for maybe five minutes. And then the next thing I know, it was gone. It just disappeared. It didn't travel out of my sight. It was just gone in a flash. Yeah, like exactly what happened with whatever I saw. So... Was it an alien spaceship? I don't know. I The older I get and the more I, I guess my, the logical part of my brain starts kind of taking over all of my thoughts. And I now that I have kids, I start looking at things a little more logically, I guess, than, than I did in my youth. I tend to think that it's not something that's from out of this world. I tend to think it probably is just some secret government craft that they're testing. Possibly, but it's fun to allow your mind to believe it a little bit you always second guess yourself thinking did i see what i think i just saw and ultimately at the end of the day either you believe it or you don't but there's so much out there and it's so easy to dismiss it and say it's something else but is there a chance it could be what we really think it is could it be a ufo yeah Uh, yeah you never say never i just as as time goes on and I think about things a little bit more, I tend to think that probably not something that's from out of this world. Well, Alex, I want to believe. Okay, Mulder. Well, if I'm Mulder, will you be my Scully? jeez. Oh, <laughs> Speaking of the X-Files, I think that's probably when aliens, UFOs, conspiracies, and that kind of stuff started to become more mainstream back in, I think that show started in 1993, right? I think so. So, yeah, speaking of that, I mean, you liked that show, right? You I watched that, that show. show. Yeah. Great show. Uh, I haven't seen any of the new episodes, like the the ones that came out in the last couple of years. I, I think we watched the first one, but when you have kids, it's really hard to get time for yourself to watch TV. Yeah, so we never really got around to watching and to see whatever happened with those characters or anything, but... What were some of your favorite episodes of that show? I think one of my favorite episodes was Home. And I know when I told you how I love that episode, you did too. I remember, so the episode Home, I think it was season four. Yeah, it came out um, 1996. I was 15 years old. I was obviously living at my parents' house. I was in my bedroom. I used to watch X-Files at night. And I had like this little color TV. And... I remember watching that episode. They played Johnny Mathis, Wonderful, Wonderful. I don't think it's, I don't know if it's that actual, his version of it that they play. But I just remember I love that song. And I'm like, oh, okay. And, and just, it was so warped and so hideous what was going on that as a 15-year-old, you're watching it and you understand what it is. And it's sickening and fascinating 
it, it, but it was such yeah. a good episode. It was done so well, and putting that type of music that they did with it just really added to it. Um, it it's weird because it's, it's like it tried to give it some kind of wholesomeness that you know just wasn't really there, but to those people it was. Yeah, yeah, that, that music didn't fit, but it did fit. It did, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They were protecting their bloodlines, even though it deformed them hideously. Yeah. Season one, uh, I can't remember the name. I think it was uh, Tombs. Remember oh. the guy that could, he like regenerated himself yes. and he like ate livers or something yes. like that? Yes, <laughs> yeah. that, those, those are some of my favorite episodes or some of the earlier ones. I feel like as the show got more popular and progressed through the seasons, I don't know, I, I almost feel like they were kind of trying too hard, maybe. But I, I just I feel like it kind of you had like the the storylines were good. They had the the conspiracy stuff of it, you know, like Mulder trying to find his sister and what happened to his sister, all that stuff. And I feel like after the movie came out, it almost lost something. I, I can't put my finger on it, but it almost kind of I, I it wasn't the same as it was like the movie almost kind of ruined it. I remember watching X-Files as a kid and feeling creeped out, but also feeling like. Almost like I got it. Like, yeah, almost like you belong to it. You fit in where you don't fit in anywhere else. And it was like, yeah, I, I get this. And I'm kind of creeped out, but I like it. And I think that a lot of this stuff, where do they get it from? Is it totally imagination? Or was there something else that they saw, they experienced that made them want to write about it? The CIA. I'm, I'm, you're looking at me funny, but no, seriously, the CIA, that's where they got a lot of their ideas from. They had the uh, people from the CIA would give them script ideas. And Hence my point. Yeah. Actual right. experiences. Yeah. And, and that's why going back to UFOs and seeing something, you want to dismiss it. You don't want to be crazy. You don't want to tell people for the most part, oh, yeah, I saw this because what happens? Everything you see on TV, you experience a UFO, and you're crazy. And people think you're a Looney Tune. So it makes you say, oh, okay, just keep it to myself. And again, X-Files came out, and more people were like, yeah, yeah, I experienced this. I think that there are just some people, yes, what they're seeing or experiencing isn't real, or there's an obvious explanation like the blockbuster lights. <laughs> but I think something's are or could be real and it should be talked about and more people can say oh yeah i've seen that or no i didn't it turned out to be this i guess basically finding out what the truth is that's that yeah good good call i think and that's kind of been what i've always i just want to know the truth i think i mean i think that's pretty much everybody you just want to know the truth what the hell's going on what are we seeing is it experimental government craft are there aliens? What are we seeing? I, I think, and I'm, I'm going to misquote it, but I love the quote from Men in Black, another great alien movie. Yeah. But a person is smart. People are dumb, panicky, stupid animals. And I think it's kind of true. An individual can process information. They can react. But when you get a group together and you throw something at them, especially something that could be dangerous or scary... In, in general, most people will panic. You're going to have a few people who will be cool, calm, and logical, but most people will panic, and I think that's why. And is Hollywood, are they using the, uh, the movies and TV shows to prepare us for eventual aliens and UFO encounters? 
Or is it all just a big work? Are they going to use holograms to make us think something's really happening? That's what I think. I Seriously, that's what I think. As I was saying earlier, the older I get, the more I think about things. I seriously think if there's ever an alien invasion, which I think we're going to probably see in our lifetime, I think it's going to be fake. I don't think it's going to be real. I would agree with you on that, but I do think I do think aliens are real. I guess when you look at it, what are we told? We're told we're Earth. We're in what they think is the only intelligent life form because that's all they can, all we can find. We have a sun, we have a moon, and it's debatable. There's a, a possibility of another sun <laughs> with our sun, and, and that's another topic we can talk about another day. But we have oh our sun boy. and our moon. We have the planets in our solar system. And did you hear about Pluto? <laughs> That's messed up. So again, uh, if you've watched Psych and you know Gus, uh, it's a, a running line. But yeah, like we have our planets that we know about. And then we start coming out down the future about these other galaxies and these other planets and these other s- moons and these other stars. And how do we really know? Because I don't believe what NASA says. I just, I don't. I used to, and now I just, I don't believe it. The CGI that can be done is so real and so convincing. I just, I, I'm not sure I know what's real or not anymore. And I feel like that's what they want. Do, do, do you believe that Elon Musk sent his SpaceX into space did, with a didn't, car? Didn't the car, like, didn't this, <laughs> what a, like, screen what a fall joke. or something? <laughs> something yeah, I think there's something, uh, something on the internet. Somebody caught, like, a, a, a brief recording of that quote-unquote live footage uh yeah come on yeah but uh, but th- there's people that actually watch that though yeah. as it was happening I, w- I watched it live as, as the thing was going on i'm watching going are you serious like, like that ex- looks weird you expect us to believe this is real but there's people that absolutely it was on tv so it was real and absolutely again, it's like i want to believe this stuff i love all the things with the galaxies and planets our solar system i love learning about that but i can't help but wonder is it really real or is there so much more that they're not telling us that we don't know about? And again, if you watch, what is it, Ancient Aliens? They, sure. they talk about I how th- there's some people who believe that aliens were the, the true original gods that came down and they helped the Egyptians get set up and they were the ones who sh- helped them build the pyramids to worship them. There, there's all these different beliefs and it's fascinating, and I, I personally don't know what I believe to be true. I do think aliens are real. For all I know, they could be walking among us, but I just, I don't know. But I, I could handle the truth. Alex, I know you can handle the oh truth. Oh, yeah. I'm always looking for the truth. But I think there are still a lot of people in this world that just could not, and I think that's why, my personal opinion, I think they use Hollywood, they use movies and TVs as a way to try to to prepare us to yeah they're conditioning the masses exactly to condition yeah. us that's what i that's what i think that i think well again like you were saying i i guess i don't know what i believe per se because there's so many different things that it could be and i can't say that i 100 percent firmly believe it's this or it's that but i think whatever the government tells you is not true and i think that goes for pretty much everything i mean come on have you ever ever seen an honest politician i mean let's be honest mm. 
no, I don't think yeah, so. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you can't believe anything the government tells you because they they're not going to they're never going to tell us the truth. It's a matter of people figuring it out for themselves mm-hmm. or I I don't know, but I think that if there ever is something like an alien invasion, it's going to be a work. It's not going to be real. I I think it's trying to what certain politicians are trying to do now is instead of allowing us to have our individual countries, we have our constitution that protects us. They they want to use that as a way to, you know, to make globalism happen. Um, oh, yeah. I, again, it, it's not to get political in here, but I think that's a possibility. I could see them using aliens and alien invasion to gain that goal. Look at Independence Day. Yeah, I mean, well, I think, wasn't it Ronald Reagan that said that one of his speeches that, again, paraphrasing, but the the one thing that will bring the countries of this world together will be uh, the common battle or common goal of battling uh, an enemy from another planet. Mm. It was something along those lines, yeah. but he said that in one of his speeches, and it's like, well, yeah, Jesus, think about it. What is going to make everybody come together? That would do it, and like mm-hmm. you said, Independence Day, they did it in a movie. Yeah. And speaking of movies, let's talk about some of our favorite alien movies. Sure, why don't you go first? Okay. This one I kind of give an honorable mention to because it's fun. Evolution, David Duchovny, Julianne Moore. It's uh, Orlando Jones. Really funny movie. It's cute. I I know a lot of people did not like that movie, but I'm the kind of person where I can just let go and watch something and be able to enjoy it for the most part. I I thought it was a really cute, fun movie. Eh, it was all right. And the dragon aliens were cute. (laughs) All right, next. (laughs) What else you got? (laughs) Yeah, what else you got? Office quote. So I told you we're going to be doing this. This is technically, some people look at it as a zombie movie, but it's actually an alien movie, Night of the Creeps. That actually was a really good movie. Yeah, Love that movie. movie. It's so good. Basically, these little alien, these aliens, they look kind of like leeches, and they go into people if, if they're dead, and they reanimate them, and try to create more of them it was a great movie with uh, some great movie quotes which i won't do for alex's sake thank you how about you yeah uh they live you took one of mine yes that phenomenal and it's got roddy piper's the star so that movie fantastic and i think i can't remember if i read this somewhere if i heard it somewhere but john carpenter said essentially that movie is a documentary that's awesome (laughs) yeah pretty pretty nuts I remember, again, my parents owning a video store. I loved wrestling. So when I was little, we would get the WrestleManias on video, and I would watch them all, and I loved Roddy Piper. He was one of my absolute favorite wrestlers, and They Live came out. I must have watched that movie so many times. I love that movie so much, so excellent choice. Well, thank you. What about Fire in the Sky? Good movie. Now, yeah, th- that's based on a true story, the Travis Walton story, but I, I guess it's nothing like they took liberties. Oh, big time liberties, liberties yeah, that. yeah. But I mean, a- and it's funny because his actual, real accounting of what happened to him, I thought was more fascinating than what they portrayed in the movie. But yes, we've listened to the story together, and it it was a really good story. I understand trying to fit something in the ninety minute to two hour time frame getting the story across. I think they could have done better with the real story, but again, it's Hollywood. Yeah, yeah, anyway. Uh, Men in Black. 
love Men in Black. I think pretty much that will be my reaction for every movie we talk about. Yeah, right. All right, <laughs> what do you go next? Give me, <laughs> give me one. Um, I'm going to bring up a movie from, again, when I was a kid. I, I, w- I was born in Lowell but grew up in Drake and Mass, and a movie came out, and a kid from – I wasn't going to school yet, but my brother, uh, he was a grader two ahead of him, Scott Grimes, was going to be in this movie. It was called Critters, and it was an awesome movie. If you haven't watched it, go for it. But um, we watched it because it was a kid we knew from our town being in it. He did a great job, and it turned out to be a really, really good movie. Another movie I want to bring up that I think you'll agree with me, Alex, is Stargate. Yeah, yeah. I watched that movie, and I felt the wonder that James Spader, I think, portrayed the awe of this other planet, this Stargate, this portal that can take you somewhere else. I thought that was just amazing. Some popular conspiracy theories say that the reason that we started the Iraq war was because we were going there to get a Stargate that is there. Mm. Now, whether or not you believe that, that's up to you, but I thought it was pretty fascinating. Kind of believe anything at this point. You never know. Another movie that I got you to watch with me, Galaxy Quest. Oh, the movie's fantastic. What a good movie. It, it's it's so fun. It's just the, the different references uh, with Star Trek. It was just such a cute movie. Sigourney Weaver was adorable. And Listen yeah. to you. What a cute movie. It was so adorable. It was. It was I'm a girl. It's okay. Jeez. <laughs> I'm not a movie critic. Well, nobody's asking you to be. Um, what about Predator? I, I yeah, I, I can't even talk. We love that movie <laughs> so much. One night. Oh, I'm a, I'm gonna g- go ahead. Go ahead. I'm bringing up something right now. Go we s- are you bringing up the Predator yes, drinking that's game? Exactly yep. What I'm getting. So, <laughs> we were staying. Alex, <laughs> when we started seeing each other, he surprised me. He took me away for a weekend to North Conway and got us a room at Adventure Suites. If you're ever up there, you got to check that place out. It's fantastic. So we kind of made it a thing. Every now and then, we'd go up there and get a, we'd try to get a different room. And there's a rest- Yeah, there are themed rooms. Themed rooms, yeah. yes. So there's a restaurant down the street you can walk to, and we got the movie room that one weekend. So it's- room but there's like a movie theater screen like a big one there's like a hot tub upstairs that you can watch the movie from and beneath there's like a movie theater kind of set up yep theater seats a couch yeah and even from the bed you can watch the movie so we were gonna watch predator that night so we're at dinner at this restaurant next door and i said we should make a Predator drinking game. <laughs> and here is the Predator drinking game. So next time you watch Predator, if you want to get really messed up really fast. Like um, we did. Yes. You take a shot whenever Dutch lights a cigar. Someone survives something that would kill a person normally. An out-of-context macho remark is made by a team member. And Mac is seen shaving. Yeah, that's as far as we got because yeah. seriously, you're you're tr- you're, <laughs> you're gone. Done. You're done after you're that. Done. <laughs> but yeah, that the oh that movie is so great. Um, and I, okay, you're all gonna think I'm weird and crazy. When I was a kid, I had crushes on 
the most unlikely of quote-unquote people. You sure you want to tell this on yeah. a podcast? Wow. I, okay. thought I had a crush on Jason Voorhees because he was the strong, silent type. He needed the mask on, but it was all about personality. Um, <laughs> but I love the Predator alien. I thought that alien was so badass. I was like, I want to go on that ship and go to their planet and hang out with them and kick some ass. I just thought he was the coolest thing in the world. So I was a little sad when he got blown up at the end, but... At the same time, just the whole thing. Arnold Schwarzenegger did such a good job. The whole the whole team made it such. Jesse the Body movie. Ventura, come on! I ain't get time to bleed. <laughs> we've said <laughs> we've said that quote so many times. And tell them your story about your surgery. So four years ago, I had to get uh, cervical neck fusion done, and I'm coming to you know get waking up from anesthesia and everything. And, you know, I've got the neck brace on, I've got the IV in, and a nurse came in to, I think, switch out the the IV, and she pulls it out, and I had blood just kind of squirted everywhere out of my hand, and I looked down at her, and she, she's wiping up the blood, and she's like, oh, you're, ble- you're bleeding really bad, and I look at her, and I go, I ain't got time to bleed, and I said it just like that, and she just kind of looked at me like, what the hell's wrong with this guy, and I'm, and I'm looking at her, I'm like, you've never seen Predator, and she goes, What's that? <laughs> I'm like, uh, it, even just messed up coming out of anesthesia on painkillers or whatever else I was on post-surgery, I still had the wherewithal to say that, and, and she had no clue what I was talking about. That's when I realized, yeah, I'm, I'm getting old. I, I would have appreciated it if I was there, honey. Thank you. Mm-hmm. So I, I know. I, I think it was when I was donating blood. I think it was this past year. And then the woman says, okay, you might bleed a little bit. And I look at her dead in the eye and I say, I ain't got time to bleed. And she just looked at me, not a clue. And I'm like, really, nothing? And she's like, no, I said, it's from Predator. And she's like, oh, I think I might have seen that movie once. And I was like, oh, you're missing out, honey. You're hit. You're bleeding, man. I ain't got time to bleed. So anybody that's listening right now that hasn't seen Predator, do yourself a favor. Watch it. Damn right. And I just want to add in there, I liked all the Predator movies. Yeah, same here. The The Requiem one where they come to town was probably my least favorite. Oh, that was the, the Alien versus Predator. Yeah, Alien yeah. versus Predator yeah. Requiem. That was my least favorite. But the one where the Alien versus Predator where they're in Antarctica, I loved that one. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. It was good. And even the more recent ones I thought were great. Yeah, big fan of the Predator movies, definitely. What else do you have? Aliens. Duh. So which one of those was your favorite? I go back and forth between the first one and the second one. I love them both, but it's kind of maybe it depends on what I'm feeling that day. For me, definitely the second one. Although the first one was, I think, scarier, mm. but the second one for me was more enjoyable because you had Bill Paxton true, and Michael Bean. Those yeah. characters were awesome. The one I didn't like, though, was I think it was the fourth one, Resurrection with Winona Ryder. It was okay, but I just, I don't know. Yeah, with the Alien movies, for me, just the first and the second one were the only ones that were really good. And then the ones that they did the crossovers with Predator, I, I enjoy those. But anything after a- like Alien 3, Resurrection. Well, let's just get back on the Alien versus Predator because I loved the first Alien versus yeah, Predator we, yeah, when they're said. in Ar- Antarctica. Right. But the second one, the Requiem, uh, I, I didn't care as much for it. I th- y- I'm with you there. 
I think that's kind of the general consensus of anybody that's seen mm-hmm. those movies. And for me, it's because you can't freaking see anything. Yeah. It's so dark. Yeah. It's like it was lit. So I know it takes place at night and everything, but geez, you couldn't see anything in that movie. That that definitely made so it. So that was definitely frustrating and made for not as yeah. enjoyable a watch for me anyway. And then there were the newer Alien movies, Prometheus. Eh. 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 Yeah. W- eh. Yeah, not a, not, not a huge fan of it. And then Alien Covenant came out. Again, eh. Eh. Yeah, nah. I wasn't a huge fan. I think I think those had a lot of hype about them because Ridley Scott directed them mm-hmm. or produced them or whatever it was. His name was attached to those. So I think everybody's like, oh, they're so good. They're so great. I didn't really enjoy them that much. I think they were okay. They weren't the worst. They weren't bad. But it didn't make me feel what I felt watching Alien, Aliens, Alien versus Predator. Yeah, not a fan of those. Do you have anything else on your list? Uh, Let's see. I think, oh, Close Encounters of the Third Kind. A classic. Yes, very good. Um, That movie, given the time when it was done, I thought they did a really good job making that telling that story making it producing it yeah yeah no i i agree that was a that was definitely a good movie what about you i think well I ind- know independence day we we mentioned it before yeah, but yeah independence day. day definitely a good alien movie indeed i i actually i love that movie yeah it's definitely a good movie again on, another bill paxton as the president yes. come on no wait bill paxton Shit. wasn't the president damn it no bill pullman damn pullman. it damn it god. god damn can't take you anywhere he wasn't even in the movie <laughs> jesus <laughs> but he should have been damn it i got hit in the head a lot <laughs> during my life he so. has had a lot of concussions in his defense but no bill pullman and when he gives that speech it's like, oh, you, you, you get this feeling inside. You're like, yeah. Yeah, so. Kick those aliens' ass. So gung ho Americana cheese ball. Oh, yeah. But yeah, it inspires so the hell good. out of you. <laughs> sure. So good. <laughs> Everything's blowing up. It's great. That's all it takes to get you going. Just some explosions, stuff blowing up. That's all you care about. Blowing up stuff is fun. Well, I'm not going to say it's not. Yeah. So we want to know. What are some of your favorite alien movies? Because we know we missed a lot. And there are maybe some that we haven't heard about. So tweet at us, at Pod. That is at Pod. We're on Twitter. We also have a website. You can send us a comment. It's www.homewreckerpodcast.com. So reach out to us. Tell us what you think of the podcast. Tell us some of your alien experiences or UFO experiences or just your favorite alien movies. But let us know. Yes, please go ahead and follow us on Twitter. You can communicate to us through there or, again, as Monique said, on the website, www.homerecordpodcast.com. And, wow, we've we've made it through an episode and our home didn't get wrecked. Wow, we did it. We did it. Look at that. Now, <laughs> I can't say that's going to happen in the future because some of the things we're going to be talking about coming up are past relationships. Mm, yep. So Monique's going to talk about ex-boyfriends i'm gonna talk about ex-girlfriends and is that something you should talk about with your partner in general is it a good thing i don't know and on a podcast (laughs) sure why not let's entertain the people yeah why, why not and why not listen to us next week as we discuss this and more until then this is alex and monique and you've been listening to the homewrecker podcast
You son of a bitch. What's the matter? The CIA got you pushing too many pencils? Huh? Get to the chopper! Hey! The other day I went up to my girlfriend. I said, you know, I'd like a little pussy. She said, me too. Mine's as big as a house. 